listening to Range Minded from Independence Indoor Shooting. Before we get started, make sure you follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Range Minded Podcast. That's where you'll get photos, posts, and extras to go along with each episode. This is episode 125 with special guest Cody Coleman. You may remember him from an earlier episode as a gunsmith here at Independence, but now he's decided to start his own business, which is called Red Right Hand, where he does some amazing stippling and gunsmithing work, and he's got a lot of great ideas in store. So we talk about the benefits of starting your own firearms business, as well as the hoops he's had to jump through so far. This episode may be a little shorter than most you might notice, but it's just as enjoyable. And also, please note there's an extra curse word in there or two as well, so please be advised of that. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoy episode 125 of Range Minded, the Cody Coleman interview, round two. Hello, and welcome to Range Minded from Independence Indoor Shooting. My name is Mark Long. We got a full house today because not only am I joined by Steve Zimmerman, I am here in the flesh, in person, on, uh, which is amazing and great to see. But we also have uh, Nick Hoffer here again, hanging out with us, and uh, our dear friend as well. Yeah, Cody Coleman's here. Yeah, yeah. well, a dear friend—that's kind of an extent. But oh, come on. Hey, I'm he glad did, to see you, Steve. It's he's done—he's done a lot of <laughs> work for me. While. So we actually do like Cody quite yeah. a bit. We like everybody here, so. Well, almost everybody. Yeah. Nick's a dear friend. Steve doesn't like me. It's because he's got a better beard than no. I do. Steve doesn't like anybody. <laughs> that's that's his secret. Uh, but yeah, we're joined by with Cody Coleman today. We're going to talk about um, what you've been up to, man. Because well, you're uh, undertake. You have a great undertaking that you're that you've been working on and yeah. dealing with and hassling with. Yeah. <laughs> starting a business, finally. Yeah, you're start, yeah. starting your own business, so I thought it'd be a cool, really cool episode to figure out, um, you know, what it takes to start, because you're not only starting your own business, you're starting your own, like, FFL, like, ATF-regulated, full-on, like, gunsmithing business, right? Yes, correct. So... Yeah. It, it was totally easy, and it's all up and running right now. Oh, yeah, it's super easy. It hasn't well, taken guns, forever. Guns are just... They're so easy to yeah, move around. Like, so easy to get into, involved, and you know you can buy this stuff at a library. The government you know, just like, basically gave you yeah, the permission. It's just, just to, it's so easy to start. No, it's absolutely you're longer than I expected. You're it sound way harder than it really is. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's it is harder than you think, unfortunately. But yeah, it's uh, been interesting to say the least because I've worked for a lot of companies. Right. So, but do you yeah. think it's more difficult because you're starting it from home? Yes, because 100%. I have I have the same the same experience, so we'll mm-hmm. have to compare. Yeah, how difficult well, you started it was. with a brick and mortar type. Yeah, so I'm right? I'm in a commercial area. I started yeah. in my garage like you, but I didn't have those Fancy regulations permits, yeah. and permits. So yeah, so I, I wanted to do it from home, keep overhead low. Right. And uh, ATF allows you to do that in Idaho, which is awesome because when I Thankfully. lived in Arizona, you couldn't do that anymore. They put a kibosh on it because cartels and all that fun stuff. So <laughs> they they didn't want too many gunshots right on the border out of people's houses and all that stuff. <laughs> Weird. So when I, I moved up why, here and yeah. I found out you could have them here, I was like, sweet, one day I'm totally going to have the home FFL and work from my home and, you know, do my thing. And yeah, yeah. It's, it's awesome that they let you do it. But when you have a city, and thank God I don't have an HOA, but yeah, the, the city, city gets a little concerned. So, yeah, when you're like, yeah, I want to start my home business, so I just should do an H, uh, they call it HOR, which is a home occupation registration or something like that. It's a $90 fee for most businesses. That's all you need. Quotation in most. Though, right? <laughs> so, so, to, most. so, quick background, because I don't know exactly what you're doing. So, what exactly are you starting from your home? Oh, I'm going to be an 07 manufacturer at home that also does gunsmithing. Okay. So, so, so for those who don't understand what an 07 is... 
So it's your it's a federal firearms license, mm-hmm. and the 07 is the designation. There's a lot of different kinds of FFLs you can get, but 07 is specifically for manufacturing. Yes, but it also covers almost everything below it besides yes. Curio and Relic. So it's like the pyramid top of getting yeah. that. Because you can do everything with an 07, except for... So are you focused that. on manufacturing, or are you going to do... Gun store sales from home. No, I'm not open to the public. Okay. So you can send me your gun from the internet, mail it to my house kind of thing. I'll work on it, mail it back to you. That's the gunsmithing services where like mm-hmm. I modify your Glocks or something like that. Uh, I will allow some people here locally, you know, to come to my home and drop off their guns because, you know, I like. Be careful you know, when you say that around Steve. Here. Well, I have to buy one here to take it to him. I was like, he'll be showing up at your house every time he's in town. Yeah, probably will. <laughs> and? He's more than welcome. His dogs like me. It's okay. It's yeah. a nice house. Yeah. Actually, so. I've never been to his house, and he never told me his address. He said he'd give it to me later, and just keeps forgetting. Oh, he is yeah, He never wanted to come he over. Is smart. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's the What's the name of the business, anyway? Uh, we even my start business with... is uh, Red Right Hand. So Where'd, you, see. where'd you come up with that? <laughs> well, so this is where I kind of came from when uh, I was coming up with names. I was watching a lot of Peaky Blinders. There you That's go. The opening theme song is Red Right Hand by Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds, which is a good song based on a cool poem from World War One. And uh, the Red Right Hand's been like all over the place. It's very Irish. I'm Irish, so screw it. I'll roll with it. Yeah, yeah why not? A good name. No, no cultural appropriation there. What does it matter? You are Irish. <laughs> I am Irish. You're not yeah. pretending to be Irish. Yeah, it works. So, but it also sounded. I, I just I liked it. I just. Like the name, a lot of people that I talk to also enjoyed the name. And uh, we're in a red state, and I do everything by hand. So it all fits together it pretty all well. Fits together. Yeah, so. but yeah. you're left-handed. No, I'm, I'm just. No, kidding. he's not. <laughs> so, so is that is that live now? Have you already started? Yeah, I got Instagram and Facebook and all that. I'm working on a website currently. So, so on Instagram, you're Red Right Hand. Yeah, Red Right Hand Idaho. You'll be able to find me on right. there. Nice. Man. It is a cool logo. Yeah, which I paid a guy to do. <laughs> I am not, I'm not computerly savvy. So well, and that's the thing is you're starting yeah. like the business from scratch. It's absolute scratch. So like, it's not like buy, you know you can go buy another business, but I wasn't gonna do that. Yeah, it's not as fun. It's yeah, if anybody's fun. looking to buy a business, hit me up directly. <laughs> <laughs> what made you want to start your own just from scratch anyway? Well, you know. I got a lot of skills, and I just kind of wanted to profit more from my skill set. You know, 100% keep what I make kind of thing. And also, owning it gives you total control of it, which also gives you the total... That's the word uh, liability of everything, which is fun. But <laughs> and as we talked about before we came on the air, it also makes you liable for the taxes. Yes, taxation theft. <laughs> but there's always write-offs. Yeah, there's always write-offs, which this which is just really a, is really a laundering gimmick from the tax commission. But still, yeah, but still, you got that to look forward to. So, totally. um, so what was like the first step you took? Like, walk us through a little bit of the process and all, like, because. Obviously, there's a lot of red tape that goes along with this. And we talked about a month ago when you yeah. were kind of just starting and it was like, oh, you'll be done in a month and everything will be groovy. And but that's not the case. Like you're still working on getting the final kind of stuff figured out. Right. Yeah. So basically back I think it was February, I filed and I got my LLC. So okay. that's really easy. And it doesn't cost much either. You go on to your state and you, you put in your name. Actually, spent more time thinking about what I was going to name it than it took to actually file for an LLC. So, yeah, filed for an LLC in February, March. I had cost 
cost layout of my shop that I'm gonna build my garage and all that stuff. I got, you know, it's 150 bucks for an 07 FFL. It's another 500 a year for an SOT, which what you do you have an 07, better have an SOT. Right. Why not? And um, I figured, you know, maybe a couple hundred dollars in city permits, but not a whole lot. <laughs> so started with that, but then, you know, COVID-19 hit. So yay, that got delayed till June. So, oh, I see. Yeah. So I filed for everything in June. And when I went to go put it in, I was hoping it would just be the home occupation registration. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's they were like, wait, you're you're gonna do what now? You <laughs> forgot that you were in the second most highly regulated industry. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> Basically, I was like, oh wait, what do you what do you what do you mean? I can't just start business in my house. They're like, oh yeah, no, you got to get a permit for that. I was like, oh okay, well, what kind of permit? And they're like, oh, a conditional use permit. Yeah. Now is that specifically oh. for firearms? No, that's specifically for when you run. I, it's a certain level of business out of your house. Basically, they got like two two levels of business. Like if you're like a housewife and you sell your beaded necklaces or something like that, maybe right. sure you only need an HOR. But if you're going to run like a business that's going to have federally regulated stuff and all that other stuff like that, they're like, yeah, you need to have a conditional use permit. It mm-hmm. also has something to do with traffic and shipping and people showing up in I gotcha. in, the, in the neighborhoods. Yeah. So that you know, since considering that's what they want to do. So they basically were like, yeah, you can do that. I was like, oh, great. All right, so <laughs> what, what do I need to do that? And they're like, oh, you need to fill out these forms and uh, talk to this lady. So I did. And they're like, all right, cool. We'll get back to you in six weeks. I was like, oh, wow, that's fast. <laughs> really? This isn't just like a stand, you know, sign off, pay your thing? No, no, it's not. Well, at least you're used to it with dealing with the ATF. ATF was actually the fastest part of this whole process. Really? I'm not lying. Well, our field office here in Boise... Actually, they, mine went to Spokane. But they not. Really? Yeah, to get so you mail everything to Portland, right? And then they send it to That's a like regional, the regional office. Yeah, and I got like the senior like lady at ATF and the older lady. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and she. I totally, can't remember her name. She Crystal, was actually really Crystal cool. Sherman. She was really nice. She's really cool, but I would not want to make her mad. Oh yeah, she she was, she was <laughs> fun funny because she's a bureaucrat and she admits it. She was like, oh yeah, I'm just a bureaucrat. You know, so I mean, self-aware. Yeah, yeah she's very self-aware of her position. And it's so funny is because they also, you know, at the ATF, don't want to give you an absolute direct answer because then they're responsible for direct right. answer. So it's just kind of like, well, you could do that, or you could do this, or you know, whatever. You know, go ahead, just just do something like that. It's okay. You know, like, <laughs> um, that's really not specific. And they're like, yeah, no, I, I can't. I'm not going to be specific with you. Like you're just like, oh, I really? just need to know if I write this word down or this word down. It's whatever like, you want to do. It's up to you. And you're like, oh, oh my god, god. <laughs> like, it's, it's up but, to you, but, but we will be the judge after the exactly. fact. Exactly, it's so funny. Like, yeah, good luck. You know, I didn't have to have like they didn't come to my house to inspect anything. They didn't have to yeah. do that with COVID. They just basically they ran my background and did my interview on the phone. And she was really funny. So she's like, oh yeah, you're you're good to go and uh, follow the rules. Keep your books looking good. If any, uh, if we ever show up to do an audit and uh, something doesn't happen right, um, then you're in trouble. So have a good day. I was like, oh. Cool, thank you. <laughs> Thanks for the warning. <laughs> Thanks for the warning, you know, like, you know, they're, you know. Now, did it help ATF. Did it help that you, like, have been a gunsmith in the past, like, you know, traditionally? Yeah. Like, yeah. you were able to kind of navigate those waters a little bit easier? Yeah, you know, dealing with the ATF is dealing with the ATF. Once you've done it a little bit, you start to get an idea. But it changes quite a bit. Like, uh, since last time I really looked at any of the regulations, they have updated a bunch of stuff for gunsmiths. On a bunch of white letters, which is hilarious because it's actually not law; it's just suggestion law. But it's also like forcibly threat. Like, don't do this. But realistically, there's no rule on it. But, but we're we gonna, will enforce. What we, we will say. enforce it. You know, kind of like the bump stock ban, which is totally BS. Because 
you, you, you didn't go through Congress. Like, doesn't count. It's not but, a real law. Yeah, but it's an accessory. Yeah, they they <laughs> had a lot of new guidelines though for gunsmithing and. Um, Especially when it comes to like finishing guns for people or building, like even just assembling an entire gun for somebody, like consider it constitutes manufacturing now. Like, yeah, I wondered when that was going to change. So if yeah. you, if, if I brought you a, an AR, a complete AR, but in parts, mm-hmm. and I said, hey, can you build this for me? That mm-hmm. would be manufacturing? Technically, yes. So you have to be an 07 because it's wow. called fit and finish, final fit and finish assembly. So then do, are you responsible for the excise tax for that? I gotta look into it. Because I, I know there's there's certain. I think they want you to be registered as a manufacturer for that. As far as the excise tax goes, I know there's a certain type when you make a receiver compared to a full rifle. Um, I'm not sure yet. To be honest with you, I'm still I, I know reading. As indivi- like, I know as individuals we're responsible for excise tax, but most people skip that step, not being aware of it. Mm-hmm. But. That's just yeah. boring. So let, let's tell, tell us what where we've got through all this legal setup, permitting stuff, but what is it that you're primarily going to do in gunsmithing? Oh, well, for gunsmithing, I want to work on Glocks. Well, you know, per- yeah. Fun perfect. stuff, right? It's, it's a good yeah. thing Mark bought a Glock. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you know that right now. Yeah. 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 We're going to pimp it out. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. looking forward to it, man. Yeah. 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 I, I've always liked modifying those. There's a lot of, there's, you know, the market is very saturated with people working on Glocks. I know this, but at the same time. Yeah. But Glock clones are going crazy right yeah, now. Yeah. So. Everybody's making something new. They're making Gucci everything. So it's, yeah. it's, there's plenty of market share, even though it's a pretty overcrowded right. market. If you find your niche kind of thing. Yeah. yeah you can specialize in something and. Well, yeah. it's just like a jeep right like there's, oh. there's not only one dude working on jeep. yeah, yeah. Or trucks of for even, yeah. even you can expand that out to just trucks you know there's or, not one guy customizing trucks or mark's obviously not a jeep guy or honda civics <laughs> no not a, not much of a jeep, not guy. A jeep guy <laughs> a jeep guy no that's okay I like your Jeep. Your, I love Jeep, my your Jeep. Grand Cherokee? No, it's a Cherokee. Oh, it's a regular Cherokee? <laughs> it's a regular Cherokee. It's not that grand. It's not that grand. I'd say it's pretty grand. We don't <laughs> modify Grand Cherokees. No, you just don't. Maybe you do. I don't know. I'm not a no. Jeep guy. No. There's two kinds of people in this world Jeep guys and non Jeep guys. Yeah. <laughs> Um, cause yeah, and you're going to, I mean, you're going to kind of do everything from the internals to, yeah, you know, internals. manufacturing parts yeah. maybe. And obviously you're, you know, you're big on stippling too, right? Yeah. I, I got like two styles of stippling. I like to do, keep it simple, but I can turn it around really fast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I got a great Cerakoter down the road that does my Cerakoting cause I'm not plumbing all that stuff in and then <laughs> have the EPA or something knocking on my door. Like I don't want to have to do all that stuff. So I got really good connections in Napa to get little things done that i need to get done yeah um and a lot of the stuff i wanted to do too is r&d like i i have so many things i've wanted to like bring from just in my head to a computer get it all catted out and then get it machined i got a 3d printer now so i'm actually like able to like test those parts oh you and, should have uh, talked to me two hours ago i just sold a cnc mill yeah how big uh, full-size Fadal VMC for yeah, it. was a big yeah, mill. The yeah. city won't let me uh, plumb that into my house. <laughs> they <laughs> they, t- they were already you, on top of that one. Let me tell you what I told the guy who bought it. If you don't tell them, they don't know. Yeah, right. Phase converters. <laughs> yeah, phase converter. <laughs> That'd be fun. But no, I... I uh, I got a I got a machine shop that I'm gonna be working with too down there. So well, I have perfect. Got a, I've got an idea for a Glock fit. Yeah, I, mean, I already got muzzle brake designs that I'm working on getting produced. Yeah, so I mean you can do a lot of the design work on on the mm-hmm. computer. Really, it's just 
getting it in your hand is yeah finding, well, finding machine shops to run that if you can do the CAD work mm-hmm. then finding somebody to make those parts that's that's why I sold the machine yeah. like I there's no reason for me to be milling the parts when I have such access to other machine shops yeah like I at that point it, too so. that, you know to have a machine your machine should always be running because it's not making money when it sits idle so Steve, like, when's the last time my machine started <laughs> Never. That's a personal question. I've had three of those in that shop, and I've never machined a part. I remember when you got them in there, and you're like, I got these things, and they're... Got them super cheap, a great deal. I was (laughs) there for that. Yeah. Mark remembers. (laughs) I remember that. I don't know if I'm ever going to use them, but I got them. But let me tell you, I sold them for more than double what I paid. Not bad. ROI, baby. Yeah. There you go. Um so uh, are you, doing any, right are you thinking about doing anything with like rifles, long guns, that kind of stuff too, or mainly just yeah, kind of Glocks? Well, again, it goes back to my R&D stuff. I have an operating system I'm working on. Uh, it's, I'm not going to talk about it over Livewire yet. But, right. Uh, it's really cool. So, you know, there's there's ideas like that that I want to... Is it Android or iOS? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, like how you, how you operate your gases, gases in a gun. But Oh, in a gun. Oh. In a gun. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh, this isn't the tech podcast. No, no, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's oh. down the hall. Oh, it's down the hall. <laughs> um, so what is? Let's uh, talk about some of the cool stuff. You know, we talked about legalese, like Nick said, but talk about some of the cool stuff you can do with an FFL or with an SOT. Um, well, you know, that much, the average average Joe maybe can't do. Yeah. Well, when you have an 07 SOT, it's your golden ticket to do a lot of fun stuff. Also, your direct go to jail card. You know, if you're, if <laughs> if you're not careful. Yeah. But as but an 07 not, SOT, they're not specific on what will send you to jail. Yeah. Just you might be careful. Yeah, just might, be careful. Might, you just a little bit extra scrutiny. You yeah. know, and in really scrutinized business. <laughs> Make sure you keep that paperwork handy. Yeah. yeah. And a fireproof safe. You know, things like that. <laughs> Um, and don't let anybody walk away with them, you know, like it's, you know. Make them bolts, bolted to the floor. Yeah. So, but yeah, as a SOT, you're allowed to work with all NFA items. So you can make machine guns, suppressors, short belt rifles, you know, all, all the fun stuff. You can manufacture you your You can own. manufacture them from scratch or you convert stuff as well. And, you know, as an 07, you, uh, SOT, you can get what's called a law letter and you can get machine guns fun, fun for toys. police departments yeah and that's the only way you can buy a brand new machine gun from somewhere else so but it allows you to do a lot of stuff in that field so it's quite cool it's kind of um, like what it used to be before all the yeah basically it's like living in 1933 yeah but with government so why aren't there more gangsters with sot's that's what i don't understand yeah right? well because you heard all of the hoops he jumped through to get that <laughs> yeah <laughs> That's so exciting, though. It, it's fun because yeah, it opens up all the world of possibilities. So like, you have an idea. Like I'm constantly coming up with ideas, and you're like, oh, damn, that would be regulated if I didn't have this license. Oh, wait, yeah, I got that license now, so I can do it. Yeah, know? it's like you said, it's your golden ticket to make your you know what's in your head come yeah. to, come to reality and come to fruition and actually yeah. test it out. So, um, fun. yeah, man, that's got to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, so because it's coming out of your out of your house, did you have to like talk to your neighbors or anything like well, that? Or? Well, two of my neighbors are cops. That helps. Boise, so that was awesome. That was no problem there. Uh, the rest of my neighborhood either doesn't speak English or are renters. So the renters don't care. 
and the individuals that don't speak English also don't care. They got Trump <laughs> flags on their houses, so like really, no one, yeah, no one, no one cared. Um, well, they can't read English, it, so it's they a don't. misconception, Steve, that yeah. they're not Trump supporters. Just yeah. so you know, looks good. Misconception, yeah. misconception. Yeah. I'm in the dark. It is Nampa after it, all. It's, <laughs> it, it's a very you know, I, I don't have any crazy like Biden supporters on the street, so everybody there was super chill about that. Is, that. <laughs> so that's actually why I moved my business out of my neighborhood and into the commercial space was because I couldn't do what you're doing because yeah. I had a homeowners association and I had a lot of neighbors that were against not only the traffic but what I was doing for sure. business so they wouldn't approve it because in order to get a business license like you mm -hmm. said to do more than selling necklaces out <laughs> yeah. of the kitchen yeah I had to go and get a letter signed by X percentage of the neighborhood of the to say that they were okay with me doing that. Mm -hmm. Well, my immediate neighbors and all the men in the neighborhood were great, but any Karens Karen. in the neighborhood Karen. wanted nothing to do with Karen. it. <laughs> uh, that was my biggest fear: was like a Karen would come out of the network because also I only have a, I have a school like a thousand feet away from my house, like Greenhurst Elementary, just right down the road from where I'm at. Wow! And uh, they they signed off on it too, though the school was actually the school signed yeah, off they, on it. They were like, just long as you don't, you know, long as everything's secure, which we assume it has to be secure because well, you're an FFL, so you know, long as it's secure, we're okay. And, and like, could you guys make sure to keep your children out of my house? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, they're they're acting like I'm gonna be like that scene in Lord of War, like where he's like handing free sample, just handing guns. <laughs> Free sample, free sample. But no, like I'm not coming to do demonstration at recess. Yeah, I'm the only yeah. one qualified. I can't yeah. use the playground as a range, as a test range. I thought yeah. that was part of the agreement. Yeah. Baseball diamonds, not, yeah. what, 400 yards? Right? And I'm not test yeah, I'm not like 400 feet, 400 home or anything either. So it's, right, everything's all secure. I oh, built see, a hardened room. That's so. the downside. So having a commercial space as a gun man as considered a manufacturer even though we're not a gun manufacturer but i have the same stuff mm -hmm. you're legally allowed to have a range in your building and awesome. you can fire within city limits I have a testing yeah testing testing, testing, testing. yeah so well that, in that case that was that was a big benefit be to why i applied for some of those extra lights that i didn't need but see you didn't have to jump through a lot of those hoops that he, that cody is currently oh, jumping so through right? I, had, I had to get city approval yeah and then i had to get approval from the owner of the building mm -hmm. which was not hard yeah and then after that it was just the second half of the process where the atf agent came out looked at looked at not even my gun safe it was like a cabinet he was like does it have a lock okay and yeah they're really he was really like he was like you know, you're on the railroad <laughs> tracks i might think about putting bars on those windows but you know whatever you think's good and i was like is there any certain way i need to keep track of that he's like dad just just write it down that's like, what kind of makes me nervous yeah. about how easy to go in there are it's almost like are you in are you entrapping me about something that may happen? Oh, it's, it's, you just oh, letting yeah. me trip it's, over myself? Yeah. Exactly. Well, I think it's like what Cody was saying. It's like they don't want to give you a affirmative, so like, this no is exactly what you do. And then when you do that and something happens, they can't be like, whoa. Oh, well, man, we're said. liable all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah. You know? It's like, you know, bump stocks are okay. As soon as somebody gets killed with one, we never said that. Yeah. Well, that's the same thing with like the shoulder brace or the, the shoulder braces back and forth, you know, on, yeah. on AR pistols or any other pistols. It's, well, you can do it. Well, you can't do well, it. Well, don't be surprised in the next Well, well don't year. shoulder it, but yeah, we'll maybe see. don't yeah. always shoulder it. It's, you know. We can't really justify what shouldering is yeah. or yeah. intent. De define shouldering. Just, just 
be careful. Like you yeah, said. Like, again, I feel like it's, it's a very vague. They're very thing. vague. Yeah, like I don't know a bunch of other guys with home FFLs, and it was like, oh, do I have a safe? And I'm like, no. You're just—it's your responsibility to secure your guns. If they go missing, it's you're, you just go that to was, prison. You know, like yeah, you know, that like, was exactly yeah. why. Like when I start, like I left and I didn't have an FFL, and I was like, open. I'm like, I talked to a couple people, and I go, it's it's really that easy. It's it's a couple hundred bucks. Why don't I have that? Yeah. Like I feel like I probably need it. Yeah. I don't know why, but I probably need it. Sure. It it is like an open warrant, like warrant yeah, to enter they, your home at any point yeah, in time. They can right? come yeah. in and say so, hi. Well, that's why that's part of that's part of why I've heard people say they don't want to have it at their home, mm-hmm. which I avoid that now because I have an actual location. Yeah, but, you have a location. And then then when I heard that the SOT was a couple grand a year, I was like, well, I could have machine guns and not have to wait to shoot my suppressors. Yeah, I'll pay that too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and, and by the way, that's a write-off because it's business license. <laughs> yeah. There you so go. That's cool. Well, yeah. and then yeah, if it's so, if it's not in your house though, if it's at a place of business, can they still like oh come into of, your house well, place anytime? Of, place of business, the it's, ATF can come in anytime. The sure. city can come in anytime. It's right. where the like FFL's you, you have no to. gotcha. Yeah, you have, and that's firearms or anything. When it comes to a business, your individual rights are don't gone. are gone. Yeah. Man. But yeah, that, I've heard a lot of people say they don't want a home FFL because it gives them the right For to that come reason. in and inspect and search pretty much yeah. everything. And once the once the doors open, then so oh, yeah. literally they, the doors open. If Steve hadn't lost all of his guns in a boating I accident, I can't figure out where the hell they, they went. could come in and do an audit. Be the most yeah. expensive lake in Eastern Idaho. Well, the sad thing is, is all my books with the serial they, I think they must have been with them. They're gone too, so I don't even know. Yeah, they just cart you off. They just yell at that. Yeah. Point. yeah. <laughs> like, yeah at that, if, with well, the if that's the case, side, I'm going down done. with them too. I'm, yeah, I'm going to disappear. Just, in the just lake. wrap all those guns around your ankle and sink with them. You see that lake? Steve just walked into it and never walked out. Yeah, I don't know what happened. Out. Yeah. Um, so but what, have you seen his identical cousin? It's strange. As <laughs> Steve, he even married Steve's wife. Yeah. So, so weird. weird. Thing. That was a weird Legally thing. changed his name back to Steve. <laughs> like took on the kids. The took kids on call the him wife, dad and stuff. But I had right into his job. But I identify. They should make a movie about as that. new Steve. Yeah. <laughs> I identify as not Steve. Um, so, what was like the most like surprising part so far? Because you're not totally out of the woods yet. No, I'm not out of the woods yet. I'm still building the you know the hardened shop room in my garage. Mm-hmm. So, um, there's a lot of permits involved in just putting up two walls and a door. <laughs> my <laughs> lord, there's a lot of that. Like because uh, you have framing. to build a separate space in your garage. Basically, yeah, I right? did that. Mainly, because I mean, the ATF is still. I mean, they have the right to search the whole house they want. Mm-hmm. So, but they also know if they were like, if you have it all in one spot, the better. If they have, when they come to your place, you're like, this is where I have everything. It's all and right it's all here. there. They usually don't just start tearing your house apart. I right. Mean, they're not gonna unless there's like some criminal investigation. They're gonna, you know. Cut your bed springs apart and all that crazy stuff. Cody gave an M16 to a five-year-old. <laughs> yeah, right. So they, uh, you know, it's, it, I wanted to have it all in one location. Mm-hmm. You know, hardened room, have a safe in it, all that fun stuff. So it's all, the business is out there. Also kind of separates my home life from. Yeah. You can walk away yeah, from it. Yeah, I can it walk and away not... from it. I can close, close it off. So, yeah. But I had to get that, you know, once I got a, the cup approved, which was fun because I had to have a, you know, they came in and they nailed a giant, you know, five foot sign in my front yard saying there's going to be a public notice hearing. <laughs> they had a hearing and all this fun stuff. But then once that got approved after seven or eight weeks of waiting on that, um, they're like, okay, 
but you have to have that all permitted. You can't just go in there, knock in two walls and a door and call it a day. Like yeah. you need to have it permitted of under your cup. That was a condition of approving that license. You're just like, okay, cool. Thanks, so you got to go back and do it all again or no, I just had to then up, draw plans, submit electrical plans, submit in, you know, the structural. Plans. So everyone knows this is very typical stuff. Don't yep. be scared. Yeah. Don't be scared. You <laughs> yeah, know, it's not, I, it's I was not hoping this would be streamlined in a lot easier method. Sure. But then again, I, I was well, and being some too of this, kind to the government because it's the government. Honestly, <laughs> like, some, on, of, some of that stuff kind of depends on the city too. 100%. Absolutely. So, 100%. I have other friends that did this and it required no permits. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. Some cities like, for example, the city I live in, it's anything over like $1,500 you got to get a permit. And see, Which really isn't not. Yeah. Like, if that's, you would have built yeah, that but, room before you even thought about applying oh, for all of this, golden. <laughs> you could have been done and over and then you just had to tear it down before you sold your house. Exactly. But now that I've built it in there, just I don't saying. want to tear it down. <laughs> so now it's permitted, and it's permitted yeah, in addition it, to my house. Now so. it's permitted, and it's either a benefit or a decrease in value. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll find out. Well, it's safer, yeah. so it's, it's an increase. Yeah. Story to a woman. No. <laughs> some guy, some guy's going to look at that house, and he'll be like, honey, that's going to be my space. You know, and then you they'll totally the buy that the house. I'll like, take yeah. it, yeah. Just so I don't think it'll be a downside. If you ever sell, it's a craft room for the lady. Yeah. There you go. What Hardened I'm hoping is that you put a big enough safe in there that it doesn't fit through the door, so when you do sell, you have to leave it behind, and that will be an increase in value. Oh, maybe. <laughs> no, I put a 36 inch door in the thing, so hopefully I should be able to get a big safe through. Right Man, but you didn't put one in there yet? Oh, Cody. Come yeah, on. see? No. You should have built around the safe. <laughs> I see you're looking around. It the safe. is the safe. But yeah. this is a whole learning experience, you know? Now you know for next time. Well, the best part, <laughs> and you might have got away with putting in the mini Connex box yeah, as a hardened cool. room. And because that's going to be my next gun safe. Yeah, dude, that's a good way of going about it. Yeah. We're talking like. 20, 30 feet long? What are you doing for a con? <laughs> then you get a quad con, it's called. I, well, I have a 40-footer in the parking lot, but I was thinking something a little bit smaller just for guns. <laughs> but I you, don't have you the, could turn that into a range, that 40-footer. Yeah, yeah, I could. Too. I've actually been looking at those self-contained The NSSF put, did yeah. it. I've been looking yeah. at those to put in the parking lot, but it would be worth more than my building. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just the range ventilation would yeah. cost more yeah, than that. Yeah, seriously. It more than that. So um, what, what are the last couple of things left that you have to do before you can start really rolling? On, and, soon, and, as soon as I get, I got I got to get a final building inspection, the firewall inspection, stupid stuff like that. Like, as soon as that's done, they'll be done with my, my space. I'll be legit with the city. I got to build some benches in there afterwards. And then I'll be pretty much up and running for business so hopefully another two weeks awesome so we went through the construction we went through the setup so ak or ar mm. oh he's an ak guy don't you know this well i like both i, love I know you like both but you're where am i going with this said weapon i i, I don't know <laughs> wherever just, you want yeah. it's america damn it yeah. <laughs> See, i know but you have like there's there's reasons i would go with one over the other in certain situations well you should save that for the next episode because that's exactly what we're going to talk oh, about oh perfect there oh, you perfect. go I'll so Let's uh, well, I we'll we'll call it on this one, but I want to hear all of this red tape and everything. Is it worth it? Yes, I'm my own boss. Like I pick my direction to go, and I set it every day. Well, so. I think it's fantastic. It's fantastic. I agree. I think it's great. It's extremely rewarding. It's also extremely stressful. I'm gonna have a heart attack. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the club. Yes. Yeah. Welcome to. That's why men die young. Yeah. <laughs> and you cannot afford to lose weight. No, I can't. No, I don't no. know where. Yeah. 
Do you doing ever... okay though? <laughs> <laughs> well, cool, man. Well, thanks for uh, kind of walking us through all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I just thought it'd be cool if you know a lot of people in the gun world think, oh, I want to start my own business or have my own FFL, and you know there are a lot of hoops to yeah. jump through. But if you really want to, you can do it. And double well, the time, double the money you think it's going to take. I was going to say that way you have cushion. If you, you could, may not spend it all, but you have some cushion. If you could give yourself advice, like go back like six months when you just you know started doing this, what would you, what would you tell yourself? That exact same thing, probably. <laughs> and that'd be that. Yeah. Cool, yeah. man. Well, thanks. If you have any other questions for Cody, uh, we can uh, get them to him at uh, podcast at <laughs> <laughs> podcast at iishooting.com or you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Range Minded Podcast. And again, where can we find you on the internet, Cody? You can find me on Instagram with redrighthand.idaho or you can also find me on Facebook with Red Hand right, uh, Red Right Hand LLC. It's okay, go. guys. He'll get that figured out soon. Yeah. Very cool. Awesome, man. Well, thanks. And uh, we'll thank you for listening. We'll talk to you next time. Yeah. Peace out. Thanks for listening to Range Minded. Find us online at Range Minded Podcast on Facebook or send us an email at podcast at iishooting.com. We're always happy to get feedback, episode suggestions, whatever you want to send us, really. And be sure to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and pretty much wherever else you get your podcasts from. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.